Hello and welcome to the Empowerment Coach podcast, episode number five. So I must apologise, last week I said it was number three. Clearly I was not very good at maths. It was actually number four last week, so today we are on number five. Um, I hope we are well, I hope we're doing really, really good. I hope we are thriving in all aspects of our life. Today what I'm going to talk about is your health and your health being your wealth. Um, so I was swathering about whether to talk about this and I feel like it's so important to put it out there. So I was actually recently triggered and I was triggered by my dad. Now my dad's generation are obviously they're kind of in their 60s, they've grown up in a, in a certain way and quite stubborn, quite kind of a tunnel visioned and maybe don't really have that kind of elasticity of knowledge and of change in behaviours and all that sort of stuff. So we were talking about um about nutrition and about um basically my dad has three puddings after his Sunday dinner. And this is all how it all started. And I kinda said, there's actually no need for that. Like there's no need for that. And while I totally appreciate his thought process surrounding this, he's very much in the kind of a uh, perception of life's too short um, I want to enjoy my life I want to enjoy my food um, he spoke about my papa who passed away a couple of years ago but um, he lived till he was in 93 and he was completely all there and a wee bit more in his mind but in the last few years of his life his body definitely kind of gave up on him so to speak and in his mind he wanted to do all this stuff but physically he couldn't do it because his body naturally, as your body ages, it just gets weaker and weaker, especially if you're not actually using um, using the body or the muscles or activating the muscles. So he did want to kind of leave this world earlier than what he did. Um, however, what my perception of kind of life is, is we actually don't know when that day is. We don't know when our expiry date is on this kind of thing we call life. So surely we want to be in the best position, regardless of what age that is and how long we live. So you want to have the best quality of life. You want to be, no matter where that is or when that is, you want the quality of your life to be at peak condition. And how do you do that? You do that while you can while you're physically able to do so and then that stands you in good stead for later on in life I think as a society and as humans we don't tend to think about mortality we kind of I can kind of think we think that we're going to live forever we don't ever think that we're going to age but it will come to us quicker than we know it and now is the time for us to make ourselves in a condition be that physically mentally internally externally that you can live the best quality of life possible the benefits so outweigh any negatives now that doesn't mean you need to go and run a marathon however if we think about I recently seen a, a clip on Instagram and it was this man who done an Ironman and it was like something like 80 83 or something like that and it was his so I think it was his sixth Ironman it was the last one to finish, but he was the oldest in the whole thing. 
And like that is so inspiring. And that's from him looking after his body when he was younger, that he is able to do this. And we should be inspired by people like that. Now, I am not sitting here and telling everybody on the planet to that you must run a marathon when you're in your 80s. Absolutely not. If that's what you want to do, then that's what you want to do. But having that autonomy and having that um, flexibility to be able to take that choice should you want to do it is surely more beneficial than being really in poor health, maybe unable to walk, maybe unable to get out of bed, then in lies stuff like depression and all that sort of stuff. So, so it's a downward spiral eventually. And we just don't think about the bigger game. We don't think about the bigger picture. And sometimes we just need to open up our eyes and just think about these things. Having the self-awareness around that conversation so the conversation I had with my dad having that self-awareness surrounding it now I completely appreciate my dad's um, perception and his thoughts and his feelings on how he wants to live his life it's his life at the end of the day but it did trigger me and it made me it just gave me an opportunity to just sit and think why is this triggering me so rather than it just being oh my god that triggered me um let's just ignore it I really thought, right, why is this triggering me? And I go to a Reiki therapist and that's not for everybody, but I enjoy it. And I was actually talking to her about it and she was like, there's something deeper here. And so the more I was thinking about it, I kind of thought, do you know what? My whole majority, not all of them, a lot of my family are kind of that, that sweet toothy. They're quite, my nana loved sweet stuff. She used to put about five spoonfuls of sugar in your tea. And obviously as children, we were like, we only want Nana's tea. We don't want anybody else's tea, of course, because you're children and, you're, and you thrive on that sugar hit. But it made me just think about, like, that is very much a cycle. It's very much a cycle within my family. So it's came from generation to generation to generation. Even my own daughter has got a, a, a real sweet tooth. So it's up to me, having that self-awareness, I feel it's up to me to change that. It's up to me to break that cycle. Because I do have the self-awareness around it. I do have the knowledge about nutrition. I do have all of these kind of tools to my belt, if you like. So last week I kind of challenged my own behaviour because I do have quite a sweet tooth. I do crave sweet stuff as well. And sometimes I can I, I can appreciate that might be hormonal. But last week I went for about two and a half days with no with no added sugar, none at all. And actually, it opened my eyes up to, to realise how much stuff has sugar in it. Your tomato sauces, your mayonnaise, all these things that you just wouldn't really think because they don't taste sugary. And I'm not, again, I am not like bad mouthing sugar in any way, shape or form, but it's just, this is just something that I have came across in the in the recent kind of a week or so. But I did kind of just, I just, it was it was not something that I wanted to change forever. And I didn't change it forever. I've only done it for two and a half days. But it's something I'm going to dip my toe in now and again. But I just wanted to see and feel this, the, the difference it made to my body, the difference it made to my mind, the difference it made to my energy. And actually opening up that self-awareness is huge in any aspect of your life that you're you're trying to change. Because it does highlight things that you would not have seen before. So it did highlight, like, I had a massive crash one day 
um, this was obviously before I'd done the sugar craving, uh, the sugar um, detox. But I had a, prior to that, I was just like having the self-awareness around it. Like, how do I feel after this? Da, 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 da. And I did have a, like, my, I mean, massive crash. I was sitting on my couch at six o'clock in the evening, like my eyeballs were rolling. And it just made, then in that turn, that made me think, right, okay, I'm going to try a couple of days without, without um, no added sugar. And it really did make a difference to how I felt. It really did. And even since not necessarily doing it anymore, having that self-awareness about it has just made me make different choices. So for instance, I love, I cannot tell you how much I love my oats in the morning. I love my oats. I normally have oats with protein powder, with all your kind of berries and strawberries and raspberries and all that. Flaxies, chia seeds, um, pumpkin seeds, just all these sort of things, because these are all good fats. So it's all about good putting goodness in your body, not all this low fat stuff. You want to have good stuff in your body, not stuff that's took the good stuff out and put crap in place. But I was listening to a podcast and it was all about sugar spikes and glucose spikes and all this sort of stuff. So I was like, right, okay. So I've now changed my behaviour in the morning and I've actually been having omelettes instead, either omelettes or poached eggs on toast, something along those lines, just to challenge my behaviour, just to challenge how that how that makes me feel, to challenge um, what my normal thing to do is. And that's not mean to say that it's going to stay like that forever, absolutely not, but I've now been having kind of eggs in the morning for the last maybe a week or so, and I'm feeling really good. It's made me feel really, really good. I did have my oats last night, which was delightful because I've not had it for a week. Um, so yeah, it's just about like opening up your awareness to things today. So it's about your health being your wealth, and not from a financial point of view, not from like you're going to have all this money because you because you're healthy. However, it does feed off into your business. There's no two ways about it. The more healthy you are in body and in mind the healthier your business is going to become if you've got a business, the more productive you're going to be. And that go, that goes on and on and on and on and on. Like the, the list is endless of, of positive influences it has within your life. But it was more about bringing that kind of self-awareness to behaviours, maybe cycles that are in within your family, maybe um, just challenging things that you do as normal Um and seeing how you can just challenge that and make it a wee bit better by that 1%. I talked last week about that 1%. That comes into nutrition as well. How can you challenge that into being 1% better? And again, into your health and your movement, how can you challenge what you do just now by making it 1% better? Um, so all these things are like jigsaw pieces. They all come together. But yeah, I hope that helps in some capacity. Please do comment or or like below feel free to follow me on socials i do do lots of little golden nuggets throughout um my social media and um yeah i hope that that helped and let me know if you've got anything that you want me to talk about or want me to dissect i will be more than happy to do so anyway have a marvelous day whatever you're up to and i will speak to you soon